0: Sirens Chapter 18 Ash drove them out to the suburbs of North Vancouver. Marianne watched the lights sweep over the interior, wondering what a wise woman would be like. In her mind, she pictured an older lady, long hair, she thought, probably turning gray. Someone warm and homey, She imagined cinnamon apple oatmeal for some reason. I'm sorry, Marianne. Hm? What now? Ash glanced at her from the corner of her eyes, amused and serious at once. I'm sorry. For? You had doubts about this plan from the start. I didn't listen. Imprudent and rash. I didn't know for sure, though. You had concerns. Ash gave her another quick look. Don't minimize yourself. You guys seemed pretty sure. Sure doesn't mean right. She considered for a minute. It would be nice if it did. She turned off the main drag. The headlights flashed over a sign for attack in feed shop. Really? Her work is less important than her true life. Some stay in one place. This kind has always been drifters. So they're a different kind of wi- Wise women? as there are different kinds of Christians and so on. It seems, anyway. They're secretive, even toward benign souls. And I am not considered benign. Because of the whole... She made finger fangs. Ash gave her a long-suffering look. Yes. But she'll help. I hope so. The smell of leather was warm and soothing. She followed Ash through the aisles, trailing fingers over the fancy decorations on the saddles. Is riding horses fun? Ash looked over her shoulder. It was better than walking. Oh, yeah, I bet. To her surprise, Ash took her hand. I'm sorry, my darling. Oh. Very smooth. The first time I rode, it was on an old draft horse. I was terrified, even at a walk. Before the trip was through, I set my goal to buy my own fine riding horse. It made my world so much bigger. Bet you can run faster. Hmm, but it's always nice to have someone else to do the work. She squeezed Ash's hand. I'd be your chauffeur any time, even if you had an awful car. I'm honored. A guy popped up from behind a shelf, bottle of horse shampoo in his hand. Can I help you? We're looking for Nikki. Out in the feed room. You can go on back. The feed room was a small warehouse with massive bags of feed stacked on pallets. Wholesome smells surrounded her as they followed grunts of effort around solid metal shelves to the loading dock. A tall, lean woman in a t-shirt and jeans heaved a last bag onto the bed of a pickup and slammed the tailgate shut. She pulled off her work gloves and stood with a hand on her hip, waving as red lights faded away. Marianne stopped when Ash did, waiting for her next move. Hello, Darkling. Nicky. And who is this? She turned, eyes fixed unerringly on Marianne. Her gaze was soft, despite her sturdy stance. Almost aggressive. Almost kind. She strode across the concrete floor, boots thumping. Ash touched her arm. This is Marianne. Nicky caught her face between both her hands, peering down at her. Marianne felt heat climb into her cheeks a confusion of feeling that settled into irritation. It must have been obvious because Nicky gave her a knowing grin. Nice to meet you. She was released. It lacked dignity, but Marianne found herself retreating behind Ash. Come on, we can talk in my office. She provided mugs of herbal tea. Marianne thought wistfully of strong coffee. Warehouses were no place for tea. Nicky settled behind a metal desk, making it look small. Papers and ledgers were stacked in piles, leaving a battered green blotter bare. A metal spike was half-buried with old receipts. Beside the grungy phone was an autodex. Marianne remembered how the plastic slide had felt, clicking up and down the alphabet when she'd played with the one her father kept. Nicky leaned forward, resting her chin on her hands. "'Well, darling, what have you done?' "'You think the worst of me.' "'I think the truth.' Your success last year has had its ripples. Its refugees sometimes ooze across my path. Was I supposed to let the monster win? You've always argued against it. But there are worse things than an infusion of magic into this world. Marianne took a breath to speak. Ash's hand landed on her arm. Say your peace, young one. She licked her lips nervously. That was my home. My family and friends. That was me and Ash. That was evil that we stopped. Maybe you don't care, but you should. You didn't stop at all, did you? We're working on it. Nicky's eyes flicked to ash. Have you found a new companion on the road then, Darkling? She isn't wrong. I did what I set out to do. Now we're cleaning up. And that's why you've come to me. Something got away from you, did it? The girls who went before. It sounded vague to Marianne, but Nicky nodded. One of them is sharing a body. The sharing seemed to be working at first, but we need to separate them. Nicky's eyebrows lifted, a mild movement that didn't match the expression in her eyes. You need to explain. What is there to explain? The lad asked for it. They fused. All seemed well. You yourself argue the evil of the place, yet you allowed a spirit and a thrall to sway you. Worse yet... To mix life and death in such a way. You're too old to be so foolish. Matt said she was lost, Marianne broke in. That she was sad. Nicky's eyes fell on her. Not so fiercely. A sort of sympathy, maybe, mixed with her outrage. And you were too young to know the ill to come of such a thing. It was Astrid once, wasn't it, Darkling? She looked back to Ash. You never could let that one go. It's done, Ash said flatly. How can we undo it? Can we separate them? Maybe. Nicky. When have I done anything for free? What do you want? Marianne asked. Marianne. A favor. A debt. What kind of debt? She asked. To be determined. How is that fair? You could ask for anything. I give you my word. It will be of like value. Marianne licked her lips again. I'll do it. We, Ash said. That works out well for me, then. Nicky stood up. Wait here. She disappeared into what Marianne had assumed was a closet. Outside the office, the big loading dock door rattled, and a forklift whizzed by. Sorry. You are who you are. I wouldn't have you any other way. I'll try not to be so dumb, she thought for a minute. More tactful. Well, Nikki was telling the truth. She always barters. So you planned for it? What were you going to offer? The blood of fell creatures can be a valuable commodity in some circles. Marianne rubbed her eyes. Her odd schedule was starting to get to her, maybe. Fell. Like, people like you. And other darkish things. Nicky and her ilk can't move among them as I do. But you'd let her just... She normally uses a needle and so on. She's a wise woman, and still human, more or less. Light where I am, as she is so fond of pointing out. Evil and dark. Marianne wasn't used to the edge of sarcasm. You aren't either. Thank you. She's really old. Yes. She doesn't glow, though. A trick she learned to hide herself. Very wise of her. Ash smiled. Could be useful, that kind of thing. We already owe her one debt. We thank you. Sorry, but thank you, too. The door opened. There was a flicker against the dusty industrial green office wall that reminded her of a campfire, interrupted by a strange shadow. Behind it, Marianne saw rough stone and shelves carved from thick planks. Nicky eased through as though keeping a puppy from escaping, and shut the door quickly behind her. A book? Tome, Marianne thought. That was definitely a tome was tucked under one arm, and a leather bag hit the desk with a solid thunk. Spells? A real spell book? Marianne looked at Ash. So some people write things down. Imp. Nicky grinned, strong fingers working the leather strap and buckle on the book with unexpected grace. Darklings keep their knowledge to themselves. So says the wise woman whose library is locked away from the world. Because I'm wise, not just a little clever. She turned pages of careful handwriting and illustrations. Purposely fast, but Marianne got the feeling that she wouldn't be able to read it anyway. It was probably in Latin or something. Nicky stopped on a page illustrated by a tormented-looking man with snakes in his stomach. Marianne looked at Ash, whose face carefully gave nothing away. So bad is that, Nicky? The wise woman cocked her head. Her hair was dark, but there wasn't much of it, except at the top. Long, straight locks reached to her jawline. Sort of like some guys wore. Sort of like some of the women at the bar. Oh. Is this person important to you? He's my friend, Marianne said. Then the sooner you separate them, the better. She took five heavy bottles out of her bag and carefully measured powders, pouring them into an empty jam jar. Raspberry, Marianne noticed and she recognized the spoons as avocado-green Tupperware. "'What is it?' Marianne asked. "'It will quiet his mind and soul. Still him, approaching death. The parasite spirit will flee his weakening body.' "'And we can kill it?' Ash asked. "'I will see. They're new to our world, but similar enough to things seen in the past.' Marianne watched her finger trace down the book's fancy writing. Once the spirit creature is out, this incantation can bind it inside a kind of prison and prevent it from finding a new host. Then it can be dealt with when we know more. Marianne eyed the expensive-looking book. I'll make a copy for you, Nicky looked amused. A thousand years old and from a lost place. Not something for a darkling and her young companion to borrow. Nicky's stomach growled. There was an awkward moment when everyone was too polite to say anything. Chicken sandwich? Ash offered. Perfect, Darkling. Large fries, large cola. Leave your young one here. I'll explain the process. Me? Darklings can't work my spells. Marianne felt a confusion of excitement and fear. Back in a bit. Ash leaned down, smelling of perfume and leather, and gave her a quick kiss. So this place was okay for that. You'll be safe. Marianne smiled. Sure. Because of you. My summer sky. Nikki took out a yellow writing pad. It was quiet enough in the office that the sound of the pen was audible. How long have you been with the Darkling? Ash? About a year or so. Ah. Loaded word. Syllable. Whatever. What? No need to be pugnacious, young one. It's only how new you are. The invisible world is full of mysteries for someone like you. You have so much to learn. It's a war. It has been. For the Darkling. For a vampire. I know. I know all I need to about her. And others of that kind. Fell creatures. Those who hide in the dark. Yeah. She does good things. So what's with all that? Whatever Marianne was trying to prove, Nicky was unconcerned. Like a sheepdog and a yapping puppy. Her kind are compelled in a way that we who serve the light are not. We might, for example, choose to starve ourselves even to death. I'm sure that you've seen the Darkling hungry. She can put it off. Not forever. At some point, she would be forced to feed until her health and strength were restored, and human vestiges wouldn't keep her from killing. She would do as her nature demands, hence the existence of thralls, she nodded at Marianne. In the end, they devour and destroy. None of that is true. We're partners. It's nothing like that. Nikki paused in her writing. There was only patience in her eyes. Marianne gritted her teeth. She loves music and good food and nice things, just like anyone, and she doesn't kill people to eat. Have you seen her at her worst? Marianne wasn't allowed to watch her feed, even from her bagged supply. When Nicky continued to watch her, looking all self-assured, Marianne resisted the urge to cross her arms, leaning back instead. The Darkling has chased her quest a long time. Our quest. As soon as I figured out what I'd done, it was mine, too. You had doubts, though, didn't you? About this spirit. She soothed them. Sure, she was really messed up by what happened to Astrid. Anyway, she apologized. And it was Matt's choice in the end. We just didn't know how it would turn out. And how could we? Even you don't know for sure. True. I suppose you would have to have had some experience with them. Like her and Ash. You seem clever. Wisdom comes later. It takes time to have confidence in your instincts. The Darkling has had this time. She has a point. The doppelganger grinned at her from the corner of the room. Doubt niggled briefly. Is that why she still felt awkward in her own home? But there were plenty of things she didn't feel any doubt about. Like how she loved Ash, even if she didn't say it enough. And she knew Ash loved her, too. Nikki leaned quickly forward, hands splayed on the desk. Something in her eyes sparked, and Marianne flinched despite herself. But nothing happened. You aren't alone. Nikki's eyes searched the room, passing over the doppelganger, who faded away, apparently of its own accord. Marianne briefly flirted with the idea of asking about the doppelganger, just in a general way, though Nicky would probably be able to put it together. She might know something. Then she remembered what Ash said about sides and debts. Maybe you have more in common with the Darkling than I thought. Her chair creaked, sounding properly old and atmospheric. Be wary. The dark is seductive. That's a little phantom of the opera. Hmm. But how would it feel to know that you're the chosen one? What? Nikki looked surprised. I told you that they're compelled as we are not. So, let me finish, young one. Their hearts aren't moved to shades of grey. What they need, they take. To feed, to kill, to devour, to destroy. They don't half-love, she murmured, recalling Ash's long-ago words. They lust deeply. They love once. So, after they find their person, that's it? A powerful thought, isn't it? What happens if their person dies? Do they just have to be alone, then? Forever? There's no alone. There's love. And then oblivion. They don't outlive their heart. As inflexible as in their hunger. That's stupid, perhaps. But it is the truth you can tell, if they've chosen. I follow the light, and rarely spend time among her kind. I've only seen its aftermath. Nicky ripped the paper from the pad and handed it to her. The words floated above the blue lines the longer she stared. Young one, you said I was gone all dark. Tainted, right? So can I still do this? I said you have something in common with her. Not entirely light, it's true. Still, You should have no difficulty with it. So if it fucks up, it's my fault. Taking responsibility is one thing. Blaming yourself is something else. They're the same. Then I guess they're the same. Nikki handed her the jam jar, lid fastened tight. He needs to breathe it in or swallow it. Then you say the words. This is different from the book. Nicky slammed it shut and buckled it. Phonetics will work. You're wrong, you know. Ash isn't even as evil as my ex. Life is always full of surprises. They ate, and Nicky made Marianne practice the incantation until her pronunciation passed muster. By the end, she didn't even need to look at the notepaper. I'll ask around. Keep an ear to the ground. Should I assume that this problem may crop up again? We don't know where the others are. That's a yes, Darkling. How did they get out? The gate was open for a little while. Marianne looked down. If she'd known then what she knew now. But she didn't. So she'd fix it. Her and Ash. I'll talk to some people. See what can be seen. Thank you, Nicky, for doing us this small favor. Small. An eyebrow rose. Barely an inconvenience, surely. To her surprise, Nicky gave a full-throated laugh. Nice try, darkling. I promise your debt won't be onerous. It took months to collect the ingredients you wanted last time. What's a few months to creatures like us? Nikki wasn't looking at her. Not exactly. But Marianne felt the comment to her bones. It isn't just a few months to ash, though. She's waited all this time for me. The feed store was closed by the time they left. The guy out front let them out the locked door. He didn't say anything, but he sure vanished quick. Ash directed them smoothly into traffic. So, what do you think of her? Know-it-all. Marianne clapped her hand over her mouth. Ash grinned. She can be infuriatingly smug, but she'll do business with me, so I work with what I have. They don't like vampires? Her affinity is animals, life, that sort of thing. I'm the antithesis of what she serves. She watched the streetlights dance across her face. Maybe it was all the shit that Nikki said, but for a minute she didn't seem human at all. You knew all this shit. She's better than human. Otherworldly. Amazing. She makes you feel things you only dreamed about. Fuck that. She made you, period. Gave you an amazing life. She didn't even expect anything for it. Just did it because... For the first time, the fluttering of her stomach wasn't pure and bright. Ash turned on the radio. Dave Matthews, Crush, the song she was singing the day after the night Ash took her to bed. She looked down at her hands, at the white scars cutting across the lines of her palms. Fate. Fate was just a bunch of bullshit. My girl? She thinks you're that bad, but she still gets you to help her out. Our arrangement must be as irritating to her as it is to me. Ash's voice was light. So, you understand what to do. We need to get close to Matt, not come out with the jam jar stuff, and read this. She waved the paper. He doesn't know that you're suspicious, does he? I don't think so. I told him off and left. Ash's fingers drummed on the wheel. The city probably isn't the best place to trap a spirit. I could ask him to go hiking or something. Ash nodded. I can go ahead and find a bit of shade. We can do it after sunset. Marianne bit her lip. Is that safe? I've done it before. Yeah, but bears. I'll miss you too.